Hey friends, welcome to the Grace and Gratitude podcast, where it is my heartfelt mission to inspire and encourage moms to be the best they can be for the glory and honor of God. Motherhood is a beautiful, wonderful gift, but it can also be really challenging. I believe with God's grace and an attitude of gratitude, we can find the joy in motherhood that we are called to experience. Thanks for being here. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Okay, in today's episode, we are going to talk about personal development, specifically for Catholic mothers. So if you've seen my updated website or any of my updated taglines for Grace and Gratitude, you will see that I have it worded as personal development for Catholic wives and mothers. So many years ago, the way I interpreted the term personal development was a pretty like businessy term. Like honestly, I interpreted it as, you know, personal development was only something for like business owners or major like fitness gurus or super corporate people. <laughs> and honestly, it wasn't until actually it was a time that I was pretty involved with a network marketing company that I started looking into the idea of personal development because it was really recommended and encouraged by a lot of the leaders to, you know, do personal development. And it was then that I learned that I was severely mistaken in my interpretation of it. And basically all it is is what it sounds like, personal development. You are simply developing your person into a better version of yourself. And that can be in a number of different areas. So personal development can apply to becoming better spiritually, or it can apply to becoming better in your marriage, or it can apply to becoming a better mother, or better in fitness, or better in your mindset. So a lot of people might think it just applies to mindset, and that's probably because that is honestly the foundation of it, to get better at anything you have to start with your mindset. You absolutely have to start with your mindset because it is the most powerful part of you. And if there's any part of your mindset that has any doubt that you can become better at whatever it is you're trying to become better at, then that alone is going to hold you back. So there's this term called growth mindset. And if you start looking into personal development, you'll probably very soon come across the term growth mindset because a lot of it does go hand in hand because essentially it is a very similar thing. So a growth mindset refers to not just being reactive in life and just being content with the mindset that you have, but instead constantly taking measures to be proactive in your life and constantly asking yourself the questions of like, what can I do to be better at what I'm doing right now? What can I do today to be better than I was yesterday? What can I do to plan for tomorrow to be better than I am today? So just constantly working to be a better person. And in a worldly way, sometimes that is all viewed as like attaining success by means of money or by means of fame. But from a from a Catholic perspective, from a spiritual perspective, we can view that as like, okay, God created us and gave us this one life. And to sit here and think that it's okay to just not really make any effort to be the best version of ourselves really seems like it's just 
not the godly thing to do. Once I had that perspective, I was like, I can never go back to not having this growth mindset and to not constantly be working to become the best version of myself. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like the right thing to do to God. So we were put on this earth to know, love, and serve him, right? So the best way we can do that is by being the best that we can. So if we're just going through and maybe not necessarily living a sinful life, like you might be thinking to yourself, well, I'm not doing anything wrong by not doing all of these extra things. Okay, well, you might not be doing anything wrong, but how much are you missing out on by not having done all the extra? How many lives would you maybe have impacted by doing all the extra? How much stronger would your kids have turned out to be in their faith and their morals and their confidence in life and therefore their overall impact in their life had you become the best version of yourself that you could have? So there's a lot more to it than just money and fame, as the world may put it. It really is, I mean, it falls under letting your light shine. Like, you don't want to just go around in life saying, well, I went around with a little spark. Like, no, God said, let your light shine. Put it up on top of a mountain. Like, we need to let the world know about this. So all of that cannot happen unless we are constantly working to become the best version of ourselves. And even if you are a stay-at-home mom and you're super checked out of like any, you know, any means of impacting others, I'm not just saying that you need to do personal development so that you can impact others. It may just be so that you can do the best you can at raising your own kids, or maybe you don't have kids. And this is simply so that you can do the best you can at becoming the best you can so that when you get to heaven, you know that you did the best you could because that is what we are called to do. So personal development, growth mindset, a couple of resources I want to point you to if you're like, oh, wow, I'm new to this and this sounds so amazing. Where can I learn more? So if you are a podcast person, which if you're listening to this, you probably are, or maybe you're just here for me. If so, I'm flattered. Thank you. But I also encourage you to look into some other podcasts because honestly, I've probably been listening to podcasts for about, oh goodness, I mean years, like six or seven years basically shortly after graduating high school. And one of the first people I came across who started talking about growth mindset, personal development, his name is Brendan Burchard. He has, he actually has like a whole app, a whole like membership. Like he's, he's a really, a pretty big person. He's like the world's top success coach. Like he, he's a pretty big dude, not big. Anyways, sorry, I'm at a loss for words right now. He's a big deal is what I'm trying to say. He's really good at what he does. If you listen to any one of his podcasts, you will you will walk out of that podcast like, oh, wow, I'm ready to go change my life. Like literally, he's that motivational. So every single one of his podcasts just always like hits the nail on the head for me. I'm like, oh, wow, that's what I'm doing. That's holding me back from reaching X, Y, Z or whatever it is. Every time I listen to him, it's just so motivating. So go give him a listen. It is not just for people who own a business. It's for literally anyone who wants to become a better version of themselves. And if you are not someone who would consider yourself wanting to become the best version of yourself, I want to kind of stop you right now and just ask yourself why. Because I used to think that didn't exist. I used to think, well, of course, everyone wants to just always take part in personal development and growth mindset and blah, blah, blah. 
And then once I started uh, kind of expanding my network with grace and gratitude and all that, obviously you just come across more types of people. I've read a lot of comments and feedback and all that. And there are some people who honestly, they're just like, I'm content where I'm at. And that's okay, like I guess, but I would definitely encourage you to to pray about it and really ask if if you're just staying there because it's comfortable or are you just staying there because you're like, no, God definitely has told me to stay where I'm at. <laughs> and I can't tell you what God is going to say to you, but I do feel like I do feel like everyone has room to improve. Everybody has room to get better. No one is perfect. And there was this scenario I heard once that it was like comparing comparing two people climbing a rope and one person was content with where they were at. So they stopped climbing. They were just holding on really tight. And the other person was like, no, I'm going to just keep going and, you know, literally get as far up as I can. So the one person who kept climbing got really high up and the other person who was holding on tight because they were just content where they were, they actually were sliding down slowly but surely because that's what happens on a rope. You can't stay put. The The nature of it, you're going to be sliding down. So what they thought was staying put it was actually slowly but surely declining and in the end basically starting back at ground zero. So I think that's pretty darn accurate to the world of personal development. If you're not doing anything, then not only are you not getting better, but you're most likely also declining. So as Catholic mothers, how does this apply? This applies to a number of areas, obviously first and foremost being our prayer life. So that's the cool thing is personal development isn't just like this businessy thing of like, oh, that's only for business owners. No, it's literally just becoming the best version of yourself in a number of different areas. And we all know that first and foremost, above our marriage, above our kids, above our house, above our relationships, above our finance, above all the things, is our prayer life, our relationship with God. So he makes it easy for us that we get to simply focus on that first and foremost. So whenever I'm finding myself a little overwhelmed by how many different things I'm trying to improve on, I'm like, oh, you know, I mean, I, I have a lot of books, okay? And I I used to love reading when I was younger because I had a lot more time than I do now. And now I, I just, I get super attracted to a book. I'm like, oh, that looks so good. And I'll start it and then I won't finish it because then there's another one that I want to read. And probably about a year ago, I stopped guilting myself for not finishing a book because you know what? Even if I only read three chapters, I still got a lot of good things out of those three chapters. So that has made a huge difference for me because I found myself in this place of like, I wouldn't even allow myself to move on to the next book because I hadn't quote unquote finished my last book, but my last book, I kind of was just over it. And so then I just wasn't reading anything. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Who says you have to finish a book? No one says that. I mean, are they written to be read cover to cover? Yes, ideally. But the types of books I'm reading, it's not like I'm reading these fictional novels. Like I'm reading essentially different types of self-help books, personal development books on motherhood, marriage, business, spirituality, all these different things. And most of them, I can just open it up and read a little bit and I still get a lot out of it. So again, I stopped guilting myself for not finishing and now I have read so much more than back when I would give myself a hard time for not finishing a book. So 
as Catholic mothers, that can look like wanting to first and foremost focus on our prayer life. Sorry, I went in kind of a loop of a thought there. And so I'm trying to loop you guys back to where I was at. So we get to put God first. It makes it easy for us instead of feeling all overwhelmed, like you have all these different books or maybe you've bought a few different resources, videos, whatever it is for you. Maybe you're like, oh, I have all these different areas that I'm trying to be better about. And, you know, now here I am listening to this podcast telling me how important personal development is. But, oh, my goodness, where do I even begin? I get it. It's really overwhelming. And, you know, take it from someone who knows because I am definitely trying to improve in all these different areas, you know, on top of growing a business that has kind of multiple different uh, categories, if you will, streams of income that I'm working on. So there's a lot. There's definitely a lot. And I will say the two secrets to it is one – knowing that we get to just put God first. It's that easy. If you're like, where do I start? Where do I start? Where do I start? Well, start with him. And oftentimes you will be surprised that he will guide you to steps two through 10. Make him your one and he'll help you out with two through 10. Honestly, even if you don't know what two through 10 is going to be yet, he will help you out with it. I found it to be true Every single time, I'm like, well, but God, I don't have time to pray for you yet because I don't know what I'm going to do next. I need to have the whole order of my day. I'm, you know, type A, I need to know, I need to know. It's not true. Just lay it all at his feet, make your time with him, and he will help you with the rest. And the second secret to it all, I would say, is definitely discipline and time blocking. So if you're trying to do all of these things, it's not just going to magically happen. You have to actually want it to happen and be disciplined and be time blocking. And what I mean by time blocking is not falling into the misconception that multitasking is the way to go. That will probably be a subject for another podcast episode, but let me just say that multitasking is so overrated and thinking that you can like sit there and work on one thing on your phone while also cooking dinner, while also dealing with your kids, while also, you know, taking a phone call, scheduling a doctor's appointment, you're doing all these different things. And actually, none of them are getting done to completion. They're all suffering because you were trying to do so many of them at the same time. It doesn't make any sense. So instead, when you find yourself in those moments of like, oh, I have five different things to do, pull out a sticky note, write down the five, and write down the number in which you're going to complete them and do them in that order. But from the overall like order of your day, that should already be done ahead of time. Like, hey, I'm trying to work on these different areas of personal development Here's how I'm going to schedule it out for my week. Like I'm going to read this book on this day and this book on this day. And actually, definitely taking an opportunity in this moment here to point out that I am actually working on a book that is completely reflective of this entire concept that I'm talking about. So if you've ever looked into establishing a morning routine for yourself, I started like fully, fully looking into morning routine, different types of morning routine, the effects of having a morning routine, all the tips and tricks, all the things about a year and a half ago because I was in a position of like life was just really overwhelming. I had an eight-month-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old, a brand-new puppy. My husband was working overnight, so he was either always gone or sleeping. I mean, he had like a couple hours, but that's about it because he was working really long days. And it was just really rough. Puppy training was rough. The kids were at, you know, pretty needy ages, obviously. 
And every morning was just like the same chaotic thing again and again and again. The puppy had like an accident and needed food and water and both kids like, you know, explosive diapers. And then the diapers were out again and I'm going downstairs to get the diapers. And when I'm downstairs, I notice I didn't move the wash again. All these different things that I just was like, okay, I need to be starting my morning differently. Like this is not working. So I'll try to make this a long story short. (laughs) I started doing all this research on a morning routine and just realize that starting your day with that mental clarity and lining yourself up for how you want your day to go is a game changer. So I actually watched Miracle Morning. It's a book that um, Hal Elrod, I can't believe I drew a blank on his name there. Um, it's a book that he wrote, but they also made a documentary out of it. I'm pretty sure I watched it on Amazon Prime. And it was so eye-opening to me. I absolutely loved it. But the only thing it was missing was like God completely. Like I don't even think he mentioned God once in the documentary. So I was like, okay, this morning routine concept, it was it was very particular. It was like uh, the five savers, I think. So you wake up and it's like silence. for S for silence. A for affirmations. V for visualize. E for exercise. R for reading. And then S for scribe, which is just another way of saying writing. So I essentially took all of that and packaged it up into a morning routine book that was like a faith-based morning routine book, but it was really based on that particular miracle morning, that particular morning routine that he talked about. And then I just like added God into it and it really did make a difference. It was seriously such a game changer for me to make a point of waking up and starting my day with that instead of starting my day out with the chaos that was, you know, mom life. And for about a year, I sold that book. It it did pretty well. Like a lot of people have purchased it and loved it. But now that my business has come full circle and I have officially transitioned from quote unquote faith-based to now being Catholic resources for wives and mothers because I am Catholic and it was kind of weird for me to try to like filter out all the Catholic parts of me. Now I am redoing that book. So instead of being like affirmations, visualization, exercise, all that stuff. It's actually just like super, super about different Catholic practices. So it's literally going to be like waking up and starting your day out with reading spiritual reading and checking off your boxes for what particular prayers you want to say and checking off your box that you read about the saint of the day and literally a fill in the blank on who the saint of the day is in these different sections of like you know, what am I thankful for this day? What am I going to, what intention am I going to offer up my sacrifices that may come up today? All these different things. And it is literally just the framework of starting your day off with God. And I'm so, so excited that I finally, you know, my eyes were open to realizing that the morning routine book that I had was just totally missing something. And now this one is going to be very specifically for Catholics. I have so many people so excited about it on my different social media platforms. So that should be out within hopefully the next week or so. And if you're interested in that, uh, definitely feel free to join my Facebook group, which is always linked here in my show notes. But all that to say Starting your day off with God is going to be the number one way to start establishing that habit of implementing personal development into your life. So this book 
is just the spiritual aspect of personal development. But really, we should be doing so many other things for for personal development. So, you know, spiritually, and then next to that is I'll probably be working on some resources for personal development with regards to your marriage, with regards to motherhood. So I have these three pillars for grace and gratitude. And actually, all three of them are two different words. It's kind of a little bit of a cheat. But the first pillar is faith and mindset. So that's kind of supported by this book that I'm working on. The second pillar is marriage and motherhood, because for most of us here, that is our vocation. And that is a really, really big deal to constantly be taking in different resources to help us be better in those areas. And then thirdly, homemaking and natural living because most of us are also homemakers a lot of us are stay-at-home moms for a lot of us there may be a lot of challenges that we're like I have no idea what to do with regards to cooking dinners and a chore schedule and maintaining our budget like there's all these different areas that I'm often getting newly married wives coming to me saying like I'm so overwhelmed by how to establish a simple dinner schedule and I'm like I was so there like that was so me and so now that I've gone through you know those first five years of marriage actually coming up this summer I I can point you in the direction of you know simplifying those different processes so those are just different areas of personal development that I'm working on resources, but I knew that the very first one that I needed to release was, of course, going to be prayer and faith. So that's why that book is coming out. And I just hope that this kind of opens your eyes to like making you realize that personal development is absolutely, absolutely for everyone. And let me just say that if you don't have someone who is on the same page with you in that regard, then you need to find someone who is on the same page with you in that regard. For me, I have I have a few people, but I will say like probably the number one person who is completely on the same page as me with all that is my sister. She's super close in age to me. We're very close and we have both like always been, oh, that's so funny. She just texted me as I said that. This keeps happening. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Literally, this just happened a couple hours ago. I was about to text her a screenshot of something and then she texted me the same screenshot that I was about to text her. Super weird. Anyways, I just said her name in this podcast and then she texted me. So that's funny. Anyways, she and I have always been very much on the same page with like personal development and stuff. I think it's, I don't know, we're just really similar. But then we also went through a couple of different like business building experiences together. She is a business owner. I am a business owner. But years ago, we both were kind of just like dabbling into network marketing at first. And we both have come a long, long ways, but always, always have been completely like, oh, check out this episode from Brendan Burchard I just listened to. Oh my goodness, fire. That one's so awesome. And it is just so helpful to have someone who thinks the same way that you do in that regard. And it might not be your spouse. And that's okay. Like that is literally okay. I think to some extent, it's kind of a personality thing to be the type of person who wants to read up on this type of stuff. So if it's if it's not for you, well, it probably, you probably wouldn't be listening this far if it's not for you. But if it's not for your spouse, like don't get sad or hung up on that. Find someone who is on the same page as you. And if you're literally like, I have no one, 
then make sure you're part of my group and like make a post or something and I will find you someone to like be your buddy buddy put you guys together and be like, hey, you guys can work together on like listening to these three episodes, get back with each other, let me know what you think. Like seriously, I I will make sure that you find someone. So three tips to go away with right now. One, not getting overwhelmed by all of the different ways that you can utilize personal development and literally just starting with God. Literally just starting by focusing on the spiritual area of personal development. And your tip number two is definitely thinking about who could kind of be your go-to person. And if you have someone already in mind, I highly encourage you to let them know about this episode that you just listened to. And I don't just mean so that you can share the episode, although that would be really cool. But even if you don't, you're just like, hey, there's something I listened to or read or whatever. And it lit a fire in me. And I'm like so ready to just take my personal development to the next level this year. Like, what do you think of that? And just like start the conversation with them so that you guys can kind of hold each other accountable. And then the third tip is definitely to find like a practical way, establish it for yourself right now that you are going to actually make this happen. So even if it's a tiny step that you're going to start with, maybe Tomorrow, you're going to start journaling a little something every morning, including writing down three things that you're grateful for. Maybe that's something that you're going to start doing. So the beginning of my book that's coming out, uh, a whole like huge section is start your day with God, grace, and gratitude. Like that's why my business is called Grace and Gratitude. It's not called God, grace, and gratitude because it's kind of a given that part of grace is God because that is who grace comes from. But in the book, it's saying start your day with God, grace, and gratitude. And that is what I encourage you to start doing if you're not already is making sure that you are starting your day out with God. He does need to be the number one thing in your day. And then grace, of course, because you're praying to him for that grace and gratitude. Definitely just thinking, if not writing, which is the best way, three different things that you're grateful for. So... Tip number one, rest assured that putting God first is going to be sufficient to get you started on this journey. Tip number two, finding an accountability buddy, letting me know in the group if you need help with that. And tip number three, picking one practical thing that you are going to start doing tomorrow and make sure you do it. (laughs) All right, friends, I hope this helped you seriously just Be so, so, so encouraged that God's grace is sufficient for you to become the best version of yourself for the glory and honor of him. Let your light shine, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy mom life and tuning into this episode. If this resonated with you, I would appreciate a review on the Apple Podcast app, as well as just sharing it with a friend, someone else who might find my message helpful. I'm praying for you, my friends. Keep letting your light shine. Till next time, God bless you.